Welcome to a series of things podcast with Amil and Harris. Bitches. What's up, bitches? We're back. Long time no see, cuntbags. We, t- we took a couple week hiatus, you know, but we're back. It's your boys. Welcome to a series of things Harris podcast. It's your boys, Emil and Harris. Um, so what's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, sorry. We took a, a three week hiatus, I believe. Um, yeah. But we were busy. We were doing the production of uh, Harris's film. The rooftop. The rooftop. <laughs> catch it, catch it in theaters. Uh, Never, um, but it'll be on YouTube in a couple months when when we finish it. Yeah, we're, we'll give our, give myself a little extra extra time. A couple of months, hopefully yeah. sooner, but a couple of months. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of work that goes into the post production. That especially when you only got Harris as the main person working on. <laughs> yeah. I'll help out eventually at some point, I guess. But it's mostly I gotta. Yeah, you gotta realize your my true vision. Yeah, your vision uh, from the little seed oh, that of course. that was in your brain a couple months ago to the to the beautiful flower that'll be on on YouTube. You can use a couple of metaphors. You can use the butterfly. It, it sprouted from a, a was it a, no a caterpillar, caterpillar to the cocoon, which is um what I'm in now, and then eventually it'll be the butterfly, the beautiful. Yes. Butterfly flapping its wings. As of now, it's in its chrysalis. Yes, yes. And in its awkward stage. This is the teenage years. It's very vulnerable at this moment. Because <laughs> it can't defend itself. <laughs> but at a certain point, it'll be a beautiful butterfly. But the sad things about butterflies is they die in like two weeks. So. Word. Yo, I had these little, um, little like fruit flies at my job. Because I left this one bag sitting there for like a month and a half. Yo, first of all, it smelled like absolute shit, but it was too heavy, and the sanitation guys weren't going to take it, so I left it there, because I didn't want to cut it, cut the bag and cut it in half. So I, stri- strategically, after the day after they got their Christmas money from the building, I put the bag out, because once they get their money, for like the next couple of weeks, they have to take everything. They're the nicest guys. They have to take it. They, they say good morning. They got to take everything, too. So I put the bag out... <laughs> <laughs> it's like right after they got their money, you know, that shit was fucking heavy as fuck. Like it was fu- on wheels. That shit was fucking heavy. But we-, we had these flies like, yo, mad flies in the seaside in the basement of my building. I'm like, yo, where the fuck are these flies coming from? They were everywhere. And my boss said to me, he's like, yo, we got to do something about these flies. So I was like, hmm, probably coming from that bag. So whatever. The day that I was taking the bag out. I punched a little hole into it, like I cut a little hole. Yo, they fucking swarmed the fuck out. They, they, I don't know how, but they were maybe one fly laid like an egg mm-hmm. or some shit. Bro, there must have been thousands of flies. That is but disgusting. like little ones. Yeah. And yo, they just swarmed out of that fucking bag. But the funny thing about like those flies is they only last like a day or two long. Yeah. What a shitty fucking existence. You, you sit in some garbage for a day and there goes your life. Yeah. I mean... Let's have a moment of silence for them. Okay. Rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Around the world. Yeah. So uh, R.I.P. just killed the club. <laughs> <laughs> Great boy song. Jeezy. Jeezy. Yeah. Shout out to Jeezy. I actually don't really like a lot of his music, but... No, Jeezy's the fucking man, bro. Go get her. Go get her. Yeah. Well, that's uh, R. Kelly singing that part, and R. Kelly's the fucking man. That's the real fucking man. R. Kelly's amazing. Shop, bro. Fucking up the, the 
the flow, the feng shui of our set. What? Because there's a adding chapstick? a chapstick, my nigga. Look, we got a we got our star. I got an empty Starbucks. I just left it there Starbucks. for looks. And Look there's like, a chapstick in both fucking cup holders. <laughs> Look like little rich white girls. Yo, I have a I I fuck Starbucks. All right. Fuck Starbucks, okay? You know why? Why? Way too overpriced. This shit, this Hence garbage yours. fucking little iced chai tea, which is more than halfway ice. How, how many is it? This has got to be like eight fluid ounces. Five dollars. Eight fluid ounces. <laughs> yeah. Bro, five dollars. All right, but this big ass fucking coffee is like two dollars. Yeah, bro. They're using like the, 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 the fucked up bag. That's, that's fucking killer coffee, homes. The fucking people in Ecuador, Colombia, wherever the fuck they're brewing that shit. Those motherfuckers working right. for pennies a day. You're listening to too much Joe Rogan experience <laughs> talking about mitotoxins. You know, have you heard him, like, uh, have a disclaimer about that? What? The guy who sells yeah, yeah, the bulletproof coffee. Yeah, he's bullshit. Yeah, the whole thing was just fucking total bullshit. But just bullshit. that one guy, like... Yeah. If you, like, make your own coffee like that, like, it can, with the butter or whatever, it can yeah. be good for yeah. you. But it's not as much as what that guy was yeah, saying. Yeah, that guy was he saying was, there was fucking microtoxins yeah. and, and all these coffees, but there was no evidence that there, yeah. any of them had it. Like, since they had it, like, in the early 70s, and then they they just learned how to take care of it better, and then now that virtually none of the coffees have it. And another and, thing, yeah. Joe Rogan, every time he brings up coffee in a podcast, he has to say that... Did you know that all coffee was originally from Ethiopia? This motherfucker, like, he says the same shit to every fucking guest. It's like, bro, come up with some new fucking shit. Yeah, but we say the same shit every t- to each other in the podcast. And like, when you only have one hour a week. I know, but it's like Holmes. He has, he has like 12 hours a week. Holmes. You know, another thing. Holmes, I credit myself for bringing Holmes back. I, I Listen, non-facetiously, I brought Holmes back. Holmes was a dying word. Non-facetiously, you brought the word Holmes back. <laughs> the word Holmes is back because of me. First totally. of all, the word is not back. Second of the all... The word is back. Whatever resurgence it. it has is not fucking due to you. Yes. Listen. Who the hell says Holmes around you? Everybody. Literally none of them. Bro, I say Holmes all the time. Everybody says Holmes now. Holmes is like a jerk-off word. Holmes like, is the greatest like, word ever. If you ever. see it in a TV show, it's someone's like intentionally trying to be a jerk-off. Bro, like, Holmes? Workaholics is like a word they'll have Holmes. Like, and it'll be like fucking and that's a Chris Delia, the fucking child rapist. He'll probably <laughs> say Holmes with his one fedora. You got some little crew. dudes? <laughs> you want to go say we're I little dudes? Fuck little dudes. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. That was Chris <laughs> Delia. Uh, that movie. was a great episode. It was but so I gotta funny. say, one hundred percent fuck no to his hair. His hair is awful, bro. And the funny thing is, he's always criticizing people. He's terrible. Like style he dresses terrible. Stuff. He looks terrible. He's fu- he's pretty he's funny, funny though. though. He is funny. Yeah, I like. I enjoy him. He's kind of like that douchey kind of funny. Yeah, I think he's funny. I yeah, like I him. think he's funny as well. But he's always like, he's like the amount of pussy you would get if you didn't put jail in your hair would be up three thousand percent or some shit like that. He just tweets out all these things, but. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised you haven't commented on my uh, atrocious facial hair. Oh, I noted it in, in my head, <laughs> but I, I, I felt like... I tried to do like a little um, Orlando Bloom type thing going on with the stash, soul patch, and like the... No, the but chin. honestly, just... Not, not in, it looks terrible. It does, I know. I tr- listen, bro, you gotta try. Nah, you uh, don't have to try. Execution, you're, you're... execution is about 90%. As, lo- as long as I tried, I get 90% credit. I don't think that's, that's what that means. <laughs> when someone says execution, they mean like executing it correctly. Well, yeah. yeah. You mean 
trying. Trying effort. is 90%. Effort is 90%. All right, there. That's different. Yeah. But not with facial hair because <laughs> most facial hair looks terrible unless you have like a full beard. And me and you just can't grow a full beard. Mine is better than yours. Like when I do grow it out. But it, better than yours. Shut better, the fuck Yeah, better. better. We're so okay, fucking still awful. terrible. Still terrible, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. All right, there you go. So we, we come <laughs> we're to getting somewhere. We're, we're getting progress. somewhere. Well, it's eight minutes in, and we haven't uh, mentioned uh, Tom Cruise once. I think we're getting good. You know who I like <laughs> a lot, Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, so what's on the agenda for today? What are we discussing? What are we? What are we bringing to the attention of these lovely flow flo- folks listening to this program? Now that you mention it. AIDS. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just have to mention, <laughs> we, we reached our quota of AIDS. Now, we have a bunch of things, interesting things to talk about on, on today's podcast. Uh, we were... Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before I say anything, we haven't done a podcast since I found out this news, but I got a 3.925 GPA, motherfuckers. Yeah, my nigga. That's... We're, that's He's clapping for That's a round of applause for, for me. Is it douchey that I like that I like tweeted uh, Instagram the picture that I had? Well, that if GPA? it's douchey that you did it, then it's douchey that I did it every fucking time. But is it like I don't know? I'm proud of like, myself. That's something very interesting. Uh, an argument or like a, something that I meditated on by myself. <laughs> if you say I meditated on something, it's yeah. very douchey. But it's a callback to previous times yeah. when I've said meditated <laughs> on the podcast. You said I'm a jerk off for saying meditated, but it's true. Um, well, like. Because I've had people come up to me, like, after the fact. Like, we were having a, a discussion with friends, and they said they didn't like the fact that I kept on rubbing in their faces. They felt that I was rubbing in their faces that I was getting good grades uh, at school. It's, like, it's kind of annoying. And then, like, I was making it look effortless. Like, oh, I barely had to read. I, that's, they, that's how they interpreted it. And it made them feel bad because they were trying really hard in school, and they weren't doing as well. Hey, and listen. I, I hey, felt, listen. Look, look, I woke on, up on. like this. I woke up like this. Okay? <laughs> I woke up like this. Hashtag I woke up like this. Uh, but, uh, sorry. No, it's alright. That's it's, ruined your train of thought. No, 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 you didn't. Um, but I kind of felt bad at the time because I wasn't doing it to like rub it to make people feel bad. It was like you do something good, you're just like you're happy about it, so you're just gonna keep on of bringing course. it up. And the thing is, college is the only time I ever had good grades in school, from K to. To 12, I always had bad grades. Like, especially in high school. Well, relatively bad grades. Like, I started off with like a 69, 70. I eventually, my average in high school is like an 82, 85 well, area. But the thing is, I because I didn't try in high school. That's but, just a, exactly. It's a reflection of the effort that you put yeah, in. My lowest uh, average in, in college is higher than my highest average in high school. Which just shows you like... Obviously, my college wasn't easier than high school. I just cared more about college. And I not, didn't give a fuck about high school. Yeah, and I didn't, I'm going to take back what I said about effort. It's not necessarily effort. It's just the seriousness of which yeah, you it's how, take how serious, how serious you, take you are it, yeah. about it. Because honestly, like, with my first semester in college, it's not like I was studying, you know, fucking vehemently. I was nonstop. Like, people are saying, oh, I have to fucking study like crazy. I got to do this. I got to do that. I didn't really do that. I just took it very seriously. Continue. All right, yeah. I I know that feeling, and one thing that I was going to say is, um, like, it's interesting how me bragging about school, me doing specific things in relation to school, can make one person feel some way and make a separate person feel 100% different. Like, that person, 
like there was like four of us and she looked around the room and said you guys agree with that and then some people were like yeah i, I could see where you're where you're coming from it was kind of annoying that you kept on bringing it up but it was something that i was proud of that i was going to school full-time and i was still getting fucking straight a's uh it was not it wasn't effortless i was i was putting in the work i wasn't sleeping i was i was studying still even though i didn't have time to study and then you could have a separate person who has a completely different uh point of view on that subject and that other person is my co-host of this podcast Harris Harris told me that me going to school me working me trying hard inspired him to go back to school and that made like it made me feel good that like not only did I finish school but that like, I kind of like helped inspire people right like the, my little cousins I'm sure they look up to me now that I, I finished school and they're gonna it's gonna come into their head that I. It's gonna come into their head that they um. That I graduated school, and when they're going to, to in high school and they're gonna go to college, they're gonna think about the fact that oh, Amiel went to college, he graduated. Layla went to college. Hadis is going to fucking college. They're gonna see that, and they're gonna be inspired by it. And that's one thing that I find very interesting, like the fact that me and you, we have very competitive uh, mindset and everything. Like, we're playing board games. We take it so... We start yelling at each other. We're playing Madden. We fucking almost start throwing the fucking remote at each other. We get so tight at each other. But, the, it, like, I don't... We don't resent each other for it. Like, it pushes us... It, it pushes us to go to a fucking higher level, our, our competition. But some people can't extend that. Like, a lot of my friends, they used to tell me, I used to get really fucking annoying. Because they weren't, they weren't like that with that ultra-competitiveness. So, like, when I'd win, like, a board game with my friends, and, like, I'd rub it in their faces that I won because I'm the fucking greatest that I should <laughs> rub it in their faces, they got really upset at me, and, like, it was, like, a legitimate problem that they had with the way I was thinking. But, like, it's it's very interesting that you don't feel that way. Like, me and you, like, I'll be upset that you won, but then, I'm like, next time I'm going to fucking win, and exactly. I'm going to make him fucking feel bad about it, and then we're going to do better. We're going to push each other to do better. No offense to those people who... who you know, stated their opinion respectfully mm -hmm. that they were upset that you um, did better than in <laughs> no school. No offense to them. But, but they could suck a fucking dick. You know why? Because fuck that. That's a fucking weak-ass person. No, that's weak Seriously, ass that's bitch. a weak-ass bitch. Fuck you. Go do better. Go. The way that... Listen, the way that... The thing that got me back into school is I was sitting there and I was thinking, I was like, damn, this motherfucker Amil graduated from college, right? So I have a decent-paying job right now. But this motherfucker in like five years, he's gonna be making hundred grand, maybe more. He he'll be at that level because now he has the the education, the piece of paper that's gonna uh that's gonna allow him to work at a job where he could make that money. He's gonna have the experience, so he's gonna be making that much money, and I'm still gonna be this like whack ass motherfucker cleaning garbage and shit. Hell no, hell no. I was like, yo, I, I can't, it can't work like that, it, like, cause we were you know, brought up similarly. We've yeah. been raised together. So why is it that he can do it and I can't do it? I got to stop being a fucking bitch, get my shit together and go to school. It's, it can be done. So those people who are upset or offended that you fucking, you're bragging that you did better and that you did good in school. Fuck you. You do better. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I don't know. That's that whole, oh, everybody has to win. Everybody gets a gold star. No, fuck that. That's bullshit. I don't agree with that. In no way I, I agree with that. Competition is, for me, I don't know, I, I enjoy competition. It makes me be the best that I can be. I push myself to a level where I'm 
you know, exceeding my own expectations. I want to do, like, I got a 3.925 GPA. 3.925. I want to get that. I want to get that 4.0. I'm yeah. I'm upset that I didn't get a 4.0. Yeah. I got a one A minus, and I was like, "Fuck, why did I get that one A minus?" Between my last three semesters, one A minus, the rest fucking A's, and just fucked up my fucking four. I got so tight. Is there any way I could bring my GPA up to a four? No, right? Because I already have that one well, A minus. If you get like seven semesters in a row, a 4.0, like 4.0, 4.0, 4.0, 4.0, 4.0, 4.0. It's gonna, but it still won't be. It's gonna 4.0. be 3.9. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get 3.95. And you could say it's 4.0. Because you round it up. Yeah, you round it up. But it's never going to be a you, It's going to be kind of a little bit of a lie. And then this girl posted a... This girl that I follow on Instagram posted a picture of her 4.0 and she's been in college for like two and a half years now. And I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> bitch. Fucking you gotta show me up, huh? But no, honestly, I was proud of myself. Yeah, you know, especially for the fact you. that I wasn't in school for a very long time. And you know what? I, I just... Fuck that. You can, it can be done. It's not as hard as people say it is. The biggest thing is, you just got the time. The time that it takes to do it is the hardest thing. Yeah. Like, actually getting up and doing it. I know that's like a cliche. Everybody says, oh, just getting up. But it really is, like, the hardest thing. Making the movie. The hardest thing was getting everybody together and, you know, writing it. First of all, writing it. Because I was just like, oh, this is going to suck. This is that. But once I did it, I felt... Kind of, I wrote it, I was comfortable with it, and then I rewrote it, and I was comfortable with it, and then we shot it. And you know what? We got it done because we put in the time. Yeah. It was just getting up and doing it. That was the hardest part. And now doing the editing is the hardest part. It gets harder and harder. But, um, but as long as you try. It's, it's, it's fulfilling, you know? It's, it's gratifying knowing that you put in time into something, and you're, you know, you're receiving the benefits now. You have something to show for your time that you put into it. And I, I enjoy that. That's, for me, that's very rewarding. Uh, on New Year's, I, we were, I was at my grandparents' house. We had a, our grandparents' house. We had, a, like, a, whatever, the party. And then one of our, I'm not going to say anyone's name, one of our uncles. Uh, we don't have many, so. Uh, I know our, who you're talking aunt, about already. Our aunt's uncles. I know who you're I talking about. I mean, our about. mom's uncles, whatever. Yeah. Uh, our mom's uncle, fucking dick. Piece of shit, I am. Anyway, Piece he was drunk. Uh, it was pretty funny. He was drunk. And he was telling me, like, in his drunken stupor, that he was really proud of me and, like, that I was... He was happy that I'm doing what I'm doing and that I try hard because he's giving his three kids uh, a role model to look yeah, up to. of course. And just stuff like that, like that. He sees me, my sister graduated, and he actually mentioned you. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy that... That Harris is w- went back to school. That he's doing. I'm I'm very proud of him. Like he could have he could have just not done it. He had like a an okay job. He could have just stayed there and not tried hard. Cause what, like he was going down a path in high school where he could have been a bum right now. But he decided to turn his life around to be a better person. And the fact that he's going to school and working, I'm I'm very proud of him. That's I'm very very uh, surprised and proud that I'm happy that he's doing that. So like. Even, like, the fact that I... He said, he's like, oh, the fact that you went to school, you help inspire him. Of course. That's And now, what is he going to do? He's going to help inspire two more people. And those people are going to inspire two more people. So that's just how it is. You just got to, like, bring each other up. And especially since we're all in the same family, hopefully we all do well. Like, one person is inspirational, so everyone else aims for that. Like, it just in general. And then he's like, but you can't stop. You have to keep on going higher and bring everyone else higher. But that's the thing, too. The other side of the spectrum is the people who do good and then don't want to see other people do good. Yeah, they want to be that, the best. That's fucked up. That, I'm, I'm not like I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like I. I want 
people to be the best. Like, I want to be the best that I can be. But I want people to do, like, I want my little brothers. I want them to do better than me yeah. so that I can do better than it's, Yeah, of course. But to see, like, someone fail to get, like, enjoyment out of that, that's like, yo, you're a fucking dirty motherfucker. It's fucked up. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it just, goes back to the gross. humanity issue of, like, you know, just decency. Yeah, just be a good person. L- wish for the best of everyone. And- oh, especially your family. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to see your family do good? And if you can't, if you can help them, why not, you know... Have, if you have the opportunity to help someone, why not take it and, you know, help someone out? Yeah. That shit's going to come around. Eventually, it's going to come around and you're going to need, uh, uh, you know, a helping hand too. Something similar to that. I was having a discussion on uh, Monday or Tuesday with one of our other uncles who's married into the family. Not, no names, of course. And I said, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm a very lucky person. I'm very, very, like, whatever. Everyone could complain about little shit, but I'm very lucky because... I've had, like, steady, had jobs since I was, like, 15. I always have a job. I always have an opportunity. And that's all because of family. And I was telling him, I'm like, I'm very lucky that I have this, like, a a very good family, a strong family. They're always helping me out. Like, I got a job through my mom, and you got that job through through my mom. Yeah, we all got, like, a connection. Every single time, like, like, right now, I don't even, I don't have a steady job, but... People are always asking me to work. Family members, oh, if you ever need anything, you work. Like, I get people, oh, you want to work this week? You want to do this? You want to help that? Oh, give me your resume. I'll send out. Everyone's always telling me. And, like, I'm just very lucky that I have those connections. But what the uncle was telling me, he's like, you're lucky, but you're not really that lucky because you're making the most of the opportunity that you're of getting. Course. Some people, people don't. People, like, you're, people ask you to help them work. And then you, by you coming to the occasion, by you doing good, by you, like, Showing that you're capable of you're doing, making them you're making them look good yeah. as well. My mom said that once too. Like, I don't think of it like that though. I think that they're doing yeah. me the one hundred percent. At of a certain favor. level, it's like it's a little give and take. Like, I felt bad that one of our aunts was like putting her my her name out, her like neck on the line. She was like, asking people to get me a job, but she's like, my mom said, "You're she's doing you a favor, of course, but you're also doing her a big favor because what do you once you get to a job, I'm so confident that you're gonna do good in that job. You're gonna." You're not going to embarrass her. You're, you're going to make, make her look good. Look good. Yeah. So it's, there's always like, you help someone. Out. Yeah, you, and they help you. So it's, I don't know, it's a cool way to, always interesting to look at things and in different perspective and whatnot. Yeah, and of course, I'm, listen, I, I have gotten some jobs on my own where I've just manned up and mm-hmm. like went somewhere and like took, t- I made my own opportunity. Yeah. But I've also, majority of the time, an opportunity has presented itself to me and I've made the most, sometimes not made the most of it, but the opportunities have been there. And I'm grateful. So every chance that I get to make an opportunity for someone else, yeah, and you I have. do that. At exactly. that job, you've helped people yeah. get jobs. There. I, I always, you know, yeah. if I can, I'm going to help you. The one thing I don't like is don't make, don't fuck me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Which has happened to me before. I've gotten people jobs and they've made me look terrible. Like... Not necessarily made me look terrible, but a recommendation from yeah. me is is not going to hold the same weight as it did previously. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I don't like that. If I'm doing, if I'm like, if I'm kind of using like my name to to help you out, if I'm risking my name, don't make me look bad. Like, if something happens, yeah, of, of course. course, something happens. Shit, life happens. But give the proper warnings. Give the proper, you know, yeah. notifications. Let people know. Don't don't just fucking. You know, fuck shit up because you're not just fucking yourself up. You're fucking some the person yeah. who who you know gave you that opportunity up. Yeah, and it's sure. a whole line of people that are gonna look bad in a situation like that. Of course, and you know which situation I'm talking yeah, about, but I'm not gonna say. Of course, on a 
on the level. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, say I get it exactly. I get it, I get it. But yeah, so if you can help people, help them. If if they're an asshole, don't help them because it's not gonna be in your best interest. Yeah, okay. I I agree with with everything. This is a second podcast in a row where. Bringing up positive things. It's uh, interesting. Fuck your kinda. bad vibes, bro. Yeah, fuck your bad vibes, bro. I have uh You guys can't see it, but it says super brilliant, awesome vibes. Like a psychedelic picture. I have it right above my head. It's pretty cool. Um, I just... I don't know. It's like there's a certain level... Like you just got to keep on fucking trying to be more positive. More Like it's... Even if I, it seems fake at a certain point, like... It'll hopefully help other people be more positive. Just try to spell... Spe- Even if it's fake, it's still positivity. Yeah, it's still positive. You're still sending a, a, a positive way. As long as you're doing it for a good reason. Like, just to spread... Po- like, you can be in a bad mood, just spend, spread positivity. And you can help other people. Like, I definitely, definitely fail all the time. I spread... I'm fucking cunt a lot of times. I try not to be. And, like, I try to stop myself. Like, I, I do a stop loss where I'm a cunt for, like, five minutes. I'm like, shit... I'm just not gonna say anything, and then I'm gonna we'll try to reset from this yeah. from this point on, and then like you just learn like over time. Aristotle said, "That was that." Nothing. My phone. Oh. Sorry. Oh, uh, because I can't hear over the headphones. I just I heard something. Aristotle said, "If you wanna do, if you wanna be a good person, you keep on doing good things, and." A person is what they habitually do. So if you make a habit out of being a positive person, eventually you'll be a positive person. Yeah. That's just how hopefully it'll work. As long as you're not like fucking hiding some some deep, dark shit in your fucking like well, thing, even then, in your soul. Even then, bro, like I think of this shit constantly. Like me and him, we're very um, analytical of ourselves and others behaviors Mm -hmm. like i question everybody's motive i question it's fucked up i shouldn't do it but i question like the reason that somebody's doing something oh yeah and like i go very deep i'll be like yeah but what if like you know i i I look at it a ton of different ways so but like the littlest thing can fuck someone up you know what I'm saying? For the rest of their lives. Yeah. One second can change the whole trajectory of someone's fucking life. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how that works. It, it really is. One second can be an eternity for, you know, someone's, the rest of their life. So you kind of can't, you got to take like even their dark, dark shit that happened to them. You got to take that with a grain of salt because it could have been the littlest thing which sparked, you know, something else. Yeah, for sure. So you got to look at it like that. So I kind of do question the motives, but... In the end, as long as they're being positive and, you know, they're spreading good vibes, hey, fuck the motive. As yeah. long as it's, you know, fuck unless it's like some though. weird, like, fucking Roman or ancient Greek type shit where they're just, like, trying to fuck someone in the ass at the end of it. That's kind of fucked up. Don't be a cunt, but... Don't be positivity. a cunt. That's just... Hashtag don't be a cunt. So I, I need to see... But I don't know like, if that's politically correct, because, like, you can't really... Use the word cunt. Yes, people you can. So in Twitter, you can. I know, but people get really. Yeah, offended. it doesn't matter though. People are. Off- 2014 was the year of be- of fake outrage. People get offended at everything. I hate it. I fucking it's hate it. It's it's annoying because because when there's an actual thing to get fucking mad at, you're not even fucking mad because you're wasting all your fucking anger. But you know, uh, me and my fiance were talking, and we we like it was a couple of weeks ago, and we were. We realize now, I'm 21 years old, so I realize now, because I have my own problems, 
I see how fucking difficult life really is, right? Like, I see this person, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going, so, like, they're going through some fucked up shit. When we were younger, we didn't realize that just because we were oblivious yeah. to it. But it's always been going on. People yeah, have been sure. going through, we didn't have any real problems. But now that we're older, we still don't have really problems, but we think we have problems. Yeah. And other people are always going through some difficult shit. Yeah. We just never realized it. Yeah, and, and now we're keen. Like we can, we can pick it out. We can. We're not. We pick up the social, like the cues. Not, of not it. A, most people don't. That's the thing. I, Maybe like me I and do. you do yeah. at a certain level, or some people like we try to sometimes. But the thing is, like you just go into a random person on the street. You're like, oh, that per- fuck that person. They're, you don't know. I don't like their exactly. face. You don't know. What if they're fucking like, their girlfriend just killed herself like yeah. two days ago. That's why they're in a fucking bad mood. Or, like. I was in the hospital a couple weeks ago, and I just wanted to dropkick this fucking old lady in her fucking face. Because I was, I parked the car and I was running into the hospital because I was running late. And I wasn't sighing because I was fucking in a bad mood or some shit. I was sighing because I just fucking ran across the street, and it was like fucking 25 degrees outside. It was freezing. And I fucking run across the street, I sighed, and like, <sighs> I took a deep breath, and she's just like, just smile. Everything's gonna be okay. You never know. And I just looked at her and I'm like, fuck you, bitch! Bitch, you don't know what the fuck. What if, like, someone I know just fucking died in this hospital? Or I just How do you found know out I have okay? AIDS. Yeah. So, like- and I do have AIDS. <laughs> no, I don't. But, like, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't, you don't know somebody. You don't know what the fuck I'm going through. I, I, I wasn't, at the time, I wasn't, like, signed because of anything, but you never know how the fuck I was signed. Don't tell me to fucking you smile. You know my name, stupid, not bitch. my story. You know my name. Yeah. Not my story. Okay, I don't know how to reply to that. I put that. Ex- it was deep. They hate it. They hate us because they, they hate, hate us. us. <laughs> I actually watched that movie. It was pretty, pretty okay. It was like it was probably. You watched I it? didn't see it, but it's probably funny but really stupid. Like it was well made. Like it was a good story, everything. But like I, w- I didn't actually laugh a lot. Maybe because like it's a comedy and it's harder to laugh a lot at comedies by yourself. Yeah. But it's kind of the atmosphere that you're in yeah. as well. But it was, it was like a it was a well made movie. I enjoyed it. talking about the interview. For those who don't know, what where you're specifically referring to. But um, I was going somewhere with the whole problem thing. Yeah, people have problems and. No, but where was I going with it? I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, you were saying you noticed when you were a kid, you didn't notice people had problems, and then now you see that they they have like problems going on. I know, in their but life. I was going somewhere with it. Well, I don't know because in a different direction. But all right, whatever. I forgot. Don't do drugs, kids. I mean, in general, you shouldn't do drugs. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I guess we'll switch topics up. On we'll switch y- things up a little on bit. You, on you niggas right now. Yeah, um, yeah. We could talk about political issues. We could talk about social issues. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into a, a little bit of like a social... The go party thing that I was talking we about. We could do that afterwards. Like, let's get the political... The, the elephant in the room out of the way. Um... Well, the big case right now, Eric Garner, like, because we live in New York, and that's I like think, a big. I think big, the whole it's it's past the Eric Garner thing because Eric Garner, that situation, we know who the who the person who was wrong was one hundred percent. That's everybody. Not mean, no, but I, I, I yeah, a no, lot of people because there are loyalists, there are a lot of like on, weirdos who like. But another thing that I have to say about like um, Joe Rogan has kind of influenced me in this way. I have to give him credit for this because. Shout out to I Joe can, Rogan. I can look at things now. I'm not necessarily, like, is it subjectively or objectively? Which one? A subject. I'm looking at it from all different views. Well, that's neither of those. Okay, whatever. Fuck it then. But, like, 
Yo, not everything. I guess subjective. Like subjectively, yeah. No, but it's subjectively would be from your own personal subjective. Objectively, like this is the fact. This is what happened. Yeah. But the thing is, most of the time there is no just fucking fact. You, yeah. It's hard to look at something objectively because you all have you have your own biases. Yeah, of Everyone course. has their biases to the table. But you see, that's what I'm trying to change. Like, cause in in every situation there is never just black and white. Mm. You really, there's really never yeah, everything black is and gray. Everything, everything is, is in that gray in that middle area. It might go to the white area a little bit. It might go to the, and I'm not saying this color wise. It sounds like I am, but I'm not. I'm just saying uh, metaphorically. Yeah. Nothing is set in stone. You like the whole, maybe the Eric Garner thing is because the cop who killed him was definitely wrong. That, that should never have happened. I even asked my criminal justice professor who leans towards the, like governmental and uh, po- the police side of things. He's a pro state guy. Yes, and he even said that should have been handled differently. Oh, yeah. It could have been handled many different ways, which wouldn't have led to the death of a human being. Yeah, and that's my stance. On that's the only thing I'm gonna say about it is I don't think death is ever the outcome that should happen. I don't think anybody should die. I think the value of life should be the most important thing. Life is the most important thing, whether you're black, white, whatever the fuck it is. And I understand this whole... Now, after I've thought about it a little bit, I understand the Black Lives Matter thing. Although I I tend to say... I like to say all lives matter. But I get what they're saying. They're angry and they're frustrated with the way things are going. They want to see a difference. I think they might be going about it like... Obviously, now they're focusing on the Black Lives Matter. But I want to look at it, at it like a, a grander scheme. I think... All the the issue should be that every life matters. That the death of anyone is a fucking tragedy. For sure, that's my take on yeah, it. And sure. I th- I'm sympathetic to their cause. I just don't agree with the, like the rioting or looting. Thank God in New York we haven't had any yeah, of we, that. The, the rioting has been very minor in Ferguson. They yeah. they zoom they try to zoom in on it. The media try to portray it as something bigger and greater than it was. That's my one thing that I would say I don't like about you know some protests because it. It could eventually lead to rioting, but if you're doing it peacefully, yo, all do what you got to do, man. Sorry to interrupt, but just like you have to be critical of when the media says there is rioting, because the FBI and the NYPD they have the agent provocateurs. Yeah, they have that, and it's start it's very it's violence. well known. Yeah, it's not like a conspiracy theory. It's they, known. It's known that they will go into crowds pretending to be the people who are protesting. Rile they'll, shit up. They'll instigate shit. Like they'll start. They'll throw a rock at a cop. So then the cops have a reason to be rude and cut shit down. That happened in Seattle with the World Trade Organization uh, demonstration. It happens all the time. So like when they say there's oh there's a lot of rioting going on, you gotta like you gotta take it with a grain of salt because you're not sure who the fuck really started that rioting. Uh, our shout out to Sal, our, uh, our audio technician, our audio technician. Our that sponsor. motherfucker hasn't done shit for the audio this that whole fucking podcast. Yeah, he has it. And in the beginning, he helped us a little bit, but he <laughs> he did nothing. He's still our sponsor. He's uh, late night on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, check him out. He still he helped out whatever with some shit. Uh, and shout out to uh, before I forget, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who played a part in making like my movie possible. Yeah. Because I really wouldn't have been able to do it with the, without the people that helped me. It's I always used to think, oh, it's fuck you. Why that's so corny, right? But really, it's a group effort. It's a collaborative thing. You can't do it by yourself. I can't do. I couldn't have been able to do anything by myself without the help of Amil, Aliyah, Emir, Ado, Ado. Oh fuck, card full. Whatever. No more video for this podcast. You don't have a separate card. It's gonna be fucked up. Why?
the one that stops. Doesn't the other one? This one stops too, no? No, this one doesn't stop at all. I mean, this one doesn't say uh, movie recording doesn't stop automatically. Uh, we'll just try it and we'll see. Continue. Alright, yeah, alright, so he's thinking, uh, Amil, Aliyah, Adnel, Emir, Ad the Stars, Ziyad for coming through and just being a, 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 a positive force. Yeah, an assistant producer, I guess. <laughs> You're just helping out on the, just joking around, doing shit. Eldan was there for a few days. Adnan was there annoying us for the most part, but he was helping out. Sal was helping us with a lot of stuff, the acting advice and and just general general people advice. Yeah, I just want to, it really is, like, without the generosity, I didn't pay these motherfuckers, I didn't, you know, I paid for food or whatever, but shout out to Sal, too, he wouldn't let me fucking pay for pizza, like, it's annoying, but I really appreciate everybody taking the time out of their, you know, schedules to come and help me with some project that maybe a hundred people are probably gonna watch. Yeah. But no, it was, we'll get, it was we'll really get cool. A, few, a couple hundred, get at least 200 views. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I really appreciate it, you know, it's... It means a lot that people would come and help me with something like a vision that I have. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool. I like it. Thank you. What were we saying? I honestly don't remember the at The agent provocateurs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sal's uh, our, our uh, audio technician and uh, sponsor of the podcast, Late Night. He sent me a picture. It was like a guy. He had a... a a cop haircut. It was like <laughs> it was a high fade with like very short. A flat top. The top was a uh, the sides were uh, skin uh, high fade. The top was like a flat top, and like he just like it was like a buff forty five year old dude. He had like cop, cop glasses on, and he was sitting in Occupy Wall Street protest, and he had a shirt that said "Fuck the police." <laughs> it was just he was so obviously a fucking undercover cop, but it was just so funny like. That's like, just, there's no fucking subtlety. He's like, fuck the police. Yeah, nigga. No one believes you, you, you liar. Ever, you ever heard uh, John Mulaney's uh, stand-up bit about uh, the party with the party full of white kids in, like, some really suburban fucking area? And he shouted, oh, yeah, yeah. fuck the police. <laughs> yeah, and then funny. everybody started chanting, fuck, a bunch of white kids chanting, fuck the police. With the DA. Yeah, with the DA. Yeah, I remember that. That's pretty funny. I had a couple of good stand up. But yeah, like the, the whole situation. Eric Garner's death shouldn't have happened. That was 100% it shouldn't have happened. The, the man was innocent to everything. Even if you want to say the bullshit uh, tax uh, evasion on cigarettes, fuck that. The fucking government sells that shit. Why the fuck? He's not hurting anyone. It's, it's a legal product. What, because the government isn't making an extra fucking 50 cents on each cigarette? Suck a dick. Fuck that shit. The man was just... He wasn't selling guns. He wasn't selling drugs. He wasn't fucking... He was stopping a fucking fight, bro. Yeah. He stopped the fight. That's why the cops went to the scene. Mm-hmm. The man was innocent on all accounts. Yeah. And he seemed like, from the little, little that I have a, a knowledge of this man that I've accumulated... He seemed like a cool-ass dude, like the type of guy you go to a deli and be like, yo, what up, son? Like, you know, yeah, like up? one of those guys that you see there and say what's up to. He yeah, could, exactly. Like that type and of guy. Like friendly. And it was just it's a, a shame. Situation. It's yeah, a shame. It's a sad situation. And on the other hand, the, the two cops that died, they were innocent guys yeah, just sitting sure. there eating their fucking lunch. I can understand if you have contempt uh, of the NYPD, but those are two innocent yeah, dudes who had nothing to those do with the situation. Not, of, co- of course they shouldn't be killed. It goes without saying. But the guy who killed him, he just fucking... He's he, a mentally he, ill yeah, he person. Yeah, he had a lot of mentally ill issues, and he just wanted attention. And in his mind... Because I was telling Harris before, 
New York Times published a thing this morning on Sunday uh, about um, about the guy and how his day was. Like, he's a 28-year-old. He's failed at, like, so many, like, different things. He tried to be, like, a producer for, like, movies. He tried to make T-shirts. He tried to do a lot. And he's just failing everything in his life. And lately on social media, he's been trying to get attention. And that morning, he tried to kill himself at his girl, ex, ex-girlfriend's house, who was, like, one of his baby moms. And she shout talked out to the baby moms out there. Shout out to all the baby moms out there. But he talked her, she talked him out of killing himself. And to repay her, he shot her that day. He went to Brooklyn and then he also, he shot those two cops. Then he killed himself. He just wanted, he wasn't actually part of the Black Lives Matter protests or any anti-cop. He just wanted to be known. He just wanted to like, oh, I'm going to kill myself anyway. So I might as well be on the news because if he just killed himself, Regularly, he wouldn't be on the news. Of course. But the fact that he killed these cops and then killed himself, he was like, he saw himself as a... As a martyr. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Fuck that, man. Yeah. And I want hell to exist so he could be there, but sadly, hell doesn't exist and he ended his own life. Now he's just gonna suffer eternal nothingness, but he's not gonna feel it. Yeah, and like, another thing that just on this um, topic, the people like the, the NYPD supporters that are saying it's... Uh, Mayor de Blasio's and somehow it's like he's responsible for the death of these two innocent cops. No, no, I'm sorry. I personally don't, you know, I don't like the guy, but to put the death of two people on someone who had nothing to do with it, that's, that's a really, really shitty thing to do. Yeah, of course. That's a shitty fucking thing to do to somebody. And he had no, no, he played no part in the death of those two guys. He, he, he went about, in my opinion, Amil thinks differently. What he said, he was, he feared for the safety of his son. That's fine. I totally agree with that. You know, you're a father first. Father first, yes. I don't think that he should have publicly did what he did. It's debatable. I don't know. I just think that maybe it should have been a thing behind closed doors between the, like him and the commissioner. And he could have voiced his opinion on the, the subject. He's not responsible for yeah, that. Yeah, of course. There's no way it's that silly. you can put that on him. And the cops who turned their back on him That's last week. That's disrespectful to the, the guys that died. Yeah, You're protesting at a funeral? Yeah, it's so like, they're like literally as bad as Westboro Baptist Church. You're protesting because they turned their back at the at the, the mayor at the funeral of one of the cops who, were, who was murdered. Like there was like 300 cops that turned their back out of like a th- thousands. And that's just disrespectful. You're taking attention away from the your dead colleague to show, oh, look how poor we are. We don't like the mayor. Because the mayor said... Uh, he's he te- fearful for his he son. He tells his uh, his black son, when you deal with cops, you have to be a certain way. You have to be... You have to be especially vigilant, especially nice, which is true um, for anybody. I yeah. think, though, it, but it's especially true if you're black. Anyone, everyone you, should know that. You see, the thing is, I don't like. I might say that sometimes, but we don't live that. Li- yeah, we don't live that life. We're we're sheltered. We're yeah. you know we don't really. De- but I'm gonna go like on another route. I'm gonna say when I deal with cops. Yeah, some of them are assholes. Some cops are good. Some cops are assholes. Yeah, of course. You can't say the NYPD as a whole is bad. I think... But there are... But they're good. No, you can say that not every cop is bad, but you can say... But the NYPD does help people. Yeah, but the NYPD as an institution has gone about helping people wrongly since the 90s. There's been a lot of... uh, Like the broken windows... They're just doing like... They're like cracked down on homeless people so the city can look nicer. It's like... What are you... You're just giving them tickets for being homeless. It's not fair. 
and they they have been they've been like according to judges they've lost cases on being racist like stop and frisk policy was explicitly racist they stopped more yeah, and the, minorities and the judge, than white people judge said that's yeah, unconstitutional yeah, exactly so you that's what i'm saying you can criticize the NYPD as a whole but don't but, criticize the in, in, like necessarily the individual you can criticize one cop yeah. but don't like Punch them all together because that's the a same lot of with cops anything. are good. Most good. cops are probably like really good people yeah. who like want a job because they want to feed their family. They want to like help out someone to help out the community. Some just want to have good benefits. They want to get a good pay, help out their family. But not all cops are bad. But there are a lot of cunt cops. There are for sure. So for yeah, sure. for sure. But even if I'm dealing with the cunt cop, I'm still very respectful. I'm oh, very. Yeah. I'm never gonna go. You know. I'm never going to speak back, really. I'm, you, we're just like, I'm not like that because I want to avoid any confrontation with someone who has authority over me. And there's, there's a fear aspect of it, of course. Every time a cop stops, you get a little, you get scared. Like, this of person course. could ruin my entire life yeah. right now if he wants to. He could pretend but, like I, I was reaching for a gun. He could kill me. A lot of them don't do that, though. No, Maybe yeah, 1% of, course, of them sure, are like that. For sure, for sure. But, I'm just, but when a cop stops you... you there's, there's a fear. Definitely a, a fear. Because he, he's standing over you outside of the car. You're he has smaller, his hand on yeah. his gun. So there's a, there's definitely a fear as like, oh, this guy could arrest me and say I had a crack on me. And then I got to go through court for the next fucking year of my life because this guy just... This felt like getting an extra collar because there's a quota system put in place by uh, the management on cops. Yeah. But in my experience, I'd say about 75 to 80% of the time, the cops were just like, personally, I don't, I'm not saying this for anybody else. I'm not, I'm just saying this for myself. About 80% of the time that I've had interactions with police, they were just doing their job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I, I maybe not even that long. Maybe like ninety five percent of the time they were doing their job. Maybe five percent of the time they were being dicks. But you know we get upset about um, it's like speeding. But there is a law that says you shouldn't be speeding. Yeah. And if you're speeding, you are guilty of yeah. breaking that law, whether you agree with it or not. You you yeah, are speeding. Sure. Accept a ticket. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm speeding and you give me a ticket for speeding, that's justifiable yeah. because I shouldn't have been speeding. Yeah, you know. For sure. I've been, when I've been doing stuff wrong, I've they were they were never like kind of dicks about it. I did the thing that they said I did. They never added anything to, you know. They didn't. There was no grand conspiracy yeah, to course. frame fucking hotties. Yeah. They they were just doing their job with the evidence that they gathered, yeah. and they you know I did the thing wrong, and I had to pay for it. Yeah. For That's sure. majority of the time. There yeah, are definitely are times. good people. Yeah. And they're not trying to be fucking to fuck you. But the thing is, a lot of times there's a lot of stress on them. Of course. Like, what it is a difficult what we saying job. before, you don't know what this person's going through. The cop could have just, he could have saw, like, someone, like, three dead bodies the day before, and then he just came to you today. It's his first thing of the day, he's in a bad mood. It just, you don't, it's a stressful job. It's, a, it's one of the hardest jobs you could possibly have being a cop. So, it's understandable when they have stressed out thing. But the thing is with the NYPD, they should... They shouldn't cover up when someone does something bad because it makes them look bad. Of course. And throughout the whole situation, they should have came out and said, this guy did something bad and we'll push for his, at least have a trial. That's the whole thing with these, uh, these la- with Mike Brown and uh, Eric Garner. There was no trial. Like, we know the it's cop kind of killed the person. It's a slap in the face. It, it is a slap in the face. It's saying, yeah, he was dead, but uh, whatever. Because, like, I, I understand if he was went through a whole trial and the jury said, all right, he's not guilty. But a grand jury is not a trial. I think out of like 20, like three have to say that you're guilty it's or a, they think you're guilty or you're not guilty and you won't go to, to a trial. It's, it's really fucked up. A grand jury 
is a prosecutor saying to the people, saying, I want to go after this guy yeah. or I don't want to go after this yeah. guy. It's the prosecutor that that in the end result, it's up to him. Yeah. Whether he if he wants to go to trial, it's going to trial. If he doesn't want to go to trial, it's not going to trial. Yeah, for the most it's part. It's the prosecutor that you know is the deciding factor on it. And apparently he the prosecutor didn't want to go to trial for this. I hope the guy loses his job because he's a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. You know? But I don't know enough about that part of the situation. So I I'm just not gonna comment on it. But the cop from the yeah. video, all, he's all a the, fucking asshole. The co- I think you meant the the, the the prosecutor is an no, asshole. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, sorry. But the cop who killed Eric Oh, Gardner, yeah, the cop. For sure. Because even if you argue that Eric Gardner was resisting arrest, which is bullshit, he put his hands up and say He was peaceful, bro. He said, you guys are fucking with me again. You guys are fucking with me again. His whole life, everyone's cops keep on fucking with him. So, of course, he's not going to have, like, a neutral position on cops. Because in his experience, he's a, this really big black guy. Whether he was a nice guy or a bad guy, he probably was a nice guy, but cops see him. He's, just, he's a potential threat, which yeah. is understandable. But they they escalated a situation where he was helping out, and they escalated a situation to where he's dead. And the people saying, oh, it's his health, it's his... Fuck that. No, it was directly correlated from the fucking choke. Yeah. He wouldn't have had an asthma... He wouldn't have... Like, maybe he would have had an asthma attack. Yeah, but But he, in that current... In that yeah. situation, like... I don't know. I don't but buy it. Those I don't cops, buy the excuses. Those cops escalated a situation where it was a peaceful situation. Instead of saying, uh, I'm sorry, we're just going to have to take you... Even if like you want to escalate to the fact that you want to arrest him, like, sorry, we're just going to have to take you in right now just so we can sort it out at the precinct or something like that. But they didn't. They made the situation go from peaceful to, to violent, aggressive, yeah. to violent. And he wasn't, he wasn't perpetuating the situation. A, cop, a cop's main job is... To make this to relieve the yeah, situation, to relieve the, to, the to de-escalate yeah. those cops escalate situation. So they they fucked up on on so many different levels. And the the people, I just want to clarify one thing: the people saying that a chokehold is illegal, it's not illegal. A chokehold is against protocol. No, it's not illegal. Of course, you're not, not allowed illegal. to do it. You're not supposed to do it. You're not allowed. No, to do you're it. not. It's not illegal. It's not. In any center, the NYPD says, "Don't do it." But it's not illegal. I think it's illegal. It's. I think you might be able to get like suspended for it, but uh, you. I want to Google it. You can continue. My professor told me one hundred percent it's not illegal. You're not supposed to do it, but it's like a a, a gray area. But you're you're really not supposed to do it. But if you know, but that chokehold was the direct like his death was the direct yeah, result sure. from that chokehold. And my professor also said that the jury didn't. The reason that they didn't go to it because they didn't feel that the choke, the death was a direct cause from the chokehold, which I personally disagree with. Not even seeing any of the reports or anything. Yo, this guy choked him out for fucking like, what was it, 15 seconds? Of course, he, he his asthma, bro. He's saying, I can't breathe. He said, I can't breathe 12 times. And like, the guy didn't stop. The he batteries that fuck it. He didn't go just, to help. Should I put it in? Yeah. We keep on having uh, minor technical difficulties with the video, like always, but most users listen through just the audio anyway, so the video is just a little bit of a help. You can still continue to watch the video, of course, but it would just be like a, a background picture for the few minutes that it's out and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, sorry. So the situation is just a tragic situation. And I don't I don't know what else what else to say about the situation or it, it's just sad that that so many people are dying because that that of this. yeah because of this 
I think we got through that subject pretty well without no arguments. Um, Harris went out to the restroom, and now there's more uh, video issues. Um, all right, we'll change course. This is like a dead period right now. Maybe I'll cut it out. Probably not, though. Uh, pers something personal with me. I've actually went out. Remember uh, several weeks ago, I said I hate going out to clubs. And ever since I posted that um, podcast, I've gone out every single weekend to a club or a bar and had like a, a significant amount of alcohol. So it's been like six, seven weeks in a row. I have just been consuming alcohol, which probably isn't good, but I don't think I'm an alcoholic just yet. And it's been, it's, I don't know, I just find it funny that I was talking shit about going out and then like, but it wasn't all my fault, it was just like through family, everyone's coming over. And the most recent time I went out was Friday. And I went to Astoria and I went to a Montenegrin party. It was like some kind of a, one of Harris's cousins was the DJ, is the promoter. They threw a, a, at a place called Central Lounge. And I was telling a friend uh, of my sister, like, the whole, the whole story of how weird Montenegro... Because I was actually telling her why I didn't want to go. And then I ended up going last second. Which is always the case. Yeah. But I, I went up last second because Amel came to the door. He's like, yo, let's go. I'm just like, what? It was like 12.30. He's like, bro, just go get ready. Go, go get ready really quick. So I got ready in, like, fucking five minutes and left the door. But I ended up having fun. But the thing with these parties, they're so weird. You have to, like, there's a weird, there's weird customs to those. Even, like, it, like not even, like, like mountain people dancing. It just, uh, in general, because, like, you're not really supposed to go up to a girl because she's probably with, like, her male cousins. And it's, like, kind of disrespectful if you go to talk to her and whatnot. It's fucking ass backwards. So, so we'll you just leave it at that. So you kind of, like, you have to... They think we're still in the old... Motherfucker, this is America. Like, people, like... The, the, the whole thing of, oh, you have to, like, bro, people are going to do what the fuck they want to do. But the, the, the whole but the thing is, macho fucking Not thing. even, but that, the thing I've noticed is, like, so many of these, like, girls, they also have that, that, that. Yeah, they're retarded. The, the mountain people logic to them. Because that's their parents. Their parents yeah. don't give them any freedom, so they don't yeah, know anything else. At a certain else. level, yeah. And the thing is, they go to Montenegro every year, the summer, so they see how the customs are. So they want to, it's kind of good, it's kind of bad. Like, I appreciate that, like, you keep the culture alive. But there should be like a bit of a, a renaissance, so you update it, so in for fucking twenty first century. So like you're not supposed to go up to a girl, like you're supposed to make eye contact with her in a weird way, and, and then, then message like, her on Facebook, kind of in a way like that. It's because like or every, tell her cousin that you like her, and yeah, yeah, and then like tell that person to be your messenger, or some shit. Got to be like low key. And every time I've gone to these parties. Like, I, don't, I really don't talk to people, like, to, to random girls, like, for the most part, because it's, like, awkward. Everyone's looking at... And those people talk so much shit. Everybody's just gonna, taking note of who you're looking at, who you're talking to, everything. The, the thing is, with me and you, like, we don't know any of these people. Like, we don't really know much about the culture, like, outside of our immediate family, mm -hmm. or, like, the people in the culture, but they know all about you. Of course. Like, um, like in general, because, like, I've gone to play... I remember once, it was, like, a New Year's party. I was 18. It was one of these parties. And that was the most junk I've ever been. You remember that time I was when you pissed and you yeah, and I got a, a summons for peeing outside. But that was I was telling everyone I loved them. I was just yeah. I was going this crazy. Was... I had five shots of Patron in thirty minutes. 
and that for, and I had other drinks too throughout That's the night. Never a good thing. I was fucked. I, that was the only time I ever blacked out, and whatever. And I haven't. I didn't talk to a single person that because I had like twenty five family members in our like fucking our VIP area. So I was just hanging out with all my family members. And the next like two days on Facebook, I remember I got like ten friend requests from random like young. It's always like girls are like a couple years younger yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah. Like they they won't talk to you like in person, but like they know who you are and they like they added me. It was just so weird because like it kind of like freaked me out. I was like, How the fuck do all these people know my name enough to add me? On Facebook, but, like, they don't say anything in person. So, it's such a weird... Like, the way that works is, like, they're supposed to see you at a place, like, at a wedding or at this this, gathering, whatever. And they add you on Facebook. You add them on Facebook. And you talk for, like, six months. And then maybe you take them out for coffee on, like, a Friday at, like, 3 p.m. And then, like, you're, like, in a relationship, like, like a low-key relationship for, like, six months. And then maybe you'll have sex, but probably not. They're probably in the Yugoslavia. Yeah, they no. probably want you to. I'm talking about the Americanized version. They probably want you to get married before you can have sex yeah. because they have like uh, a weird relationship. They have they view sex as a negative thing and sexuality as a negative thing, which I don't agree with. I think that girls who like to have sex a lot are awesome because <laughs> I like to have sex with girls who like to have sex. Like I don't I don't understand. You shouldn't hide your. There's yeah. There should be a certain level where you don't be messy. But of like, course. if you like want to have sex, just like a guy. If your guy goes out every weekend and has sex with like some attractive woman, there's that, a double yeah. standard, of course. Yeah, but, but I don't agree with every that. every. Yeah, of course. Of every course. like way. Every of, culture. Yeah. But there's that that double standard. So I'm gonna give it on Friday specifically. I saw this girl. Uh, I know her. Through social media, because a long time ago, our our one of our cousins tried to hook me up with her, and like I don't like when someone says I'm trying to hook you up with someone, it's annoying to me. I don't like want to go through that process. It's so weird. It's like hey, but it could be helpful. It, you, uh, you get offended it, by it, but it could I don't. Be helpful. I don't get offended by it necessarily. It just it's like I don't kind of want to go through with it. It happens to me like every four months. Yeah, but maybe you'll meet the girl that you know. For sure, but the situation is awkward. Like I, I, I don't like. But they might not think it's awkward. They might not, but I do. So that's the thing. You gotta get past that. Of course, I gotta get past it. But that's from my point of view. Whatever. This girl, one of our cousins gave me her name so I could add her on Facebook. Some shit. But I, I didn't have a Facebook at the time, so that didn't work out. Eventually, like we were friends on Instagram, and I see her looking at me. But I'm not so sure if she's like with someone or she's with family or whatnot. And she's dancing with her friends. So I go to the bar like. Kind of make a little bit of eye contact, but I sit down, and throughout the night I have had more and more drinks, obviously. God, and, what else are you gonna? And do? then I notice she's dancing closer and closer to my table, my booth. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And I see her friends making eye contact with me. I see her making eye contact with me. So then I look to my cousin uh, Anessa to my right, and I'm like, here goes me about to embarrass myself. And then, but she didn't even pay attention to me saying that. So I thought that was even funnier. So like, I was embarrassing myself by saying I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> And she wasn't even listening. Yeah, she wasn't even listening. Which was embarrassing. Listening. And then I go to walk to this girl, and then some older dude starts trying to talk to her as no. like I'm about to talk to her. So I'm I'm waiting there in, in a fucking queue to talk to this girl. I was just like, oh my god, this is terrible. So I kind of like tapped him on the shoulder, like kind of pushed him away lightly, like not in a jerk off way. Like, yeah, like you didn't know if that was her cousin. I don't or give something. a fuck. It wasn't. He was trying to buy her a drink. I could tell. So then I'm saying that she's. Have looking, you ever said a word to this girl? Not before this. 
So uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. So then she's the balls on she, this guy. She's looking the other way, and I, I'm like tapping her, like shoulder her, uh, grabbing her arm, or like something very lightly, like playfully. But she's not looking because she probably thinks it's the other guy still. And then her friend is like whispering, like, "Turn around, turn around, turn around," like so she could look back at me, which. That means she, her friend was basically acknowledging, that, like, hidden. Yeah. That she, her friend knew who I was. That means this girl knew who I was. So it was just so, like, funny. And then she turned around. She's like, oh, hey. I'm like, oh, uh, hi, I'm Amiel. She's like, oh, yeah, I know you from Instagram. So I just thought that was funny. And then I, so whatever. Did you listen to our podcast? No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm dancing. Then we, like, start dancing. I'm like, oh, let's formally introduce ourselves. She's like, oh, I'm blank. And I'm like, oh, I'm Amiel. Blank. Yeah, her name's blank. Um, and I'm like, oh, our cousin X tried to hook up, hook me up with you like a long time ago. But like, I just explained to her the situation in brief. It's a club. You can't really have a full conversation. It's yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I thought I was being like cool and clever and she's a, she's pretty attractive. And, um, so like, I'm just like, explaining to her the situation. So then we started dancing and everything. It's, it's cool. And you didn't she, scare her away with your dancing. No, not yet. And then she, she looks at my table and she's like, oh, I see your mom there. <laughs> and then I started to start because my mom came to this thing as well. Because uh, it was like a, she wanted to go. She was actually asking me to go before and I said no. And then Amel came and he said, let's go. And then she's like, oh, I met your mom like six months ago. And she told me a story that I totally forgot about. But then I was extremely embarrassed about. Um, she or you? Uh, both. I don't know. She wasn't, but I was embarrassed. She met my mom like six months earlier. This is the first time I met her, just so you guys could to reiterate that point. And our cousin who tried to hook me and her up, she's like, oh, this is Amiel's mom. She said that to my, that's how she introduced my mom to this girl. And it's just like, that's so embarrassing. You're just like acknowledging that this girl, that like you talk to her. That there's this relationship that, yeah, that's that like you don't even weird, know about. I don't even know about. I didn't even fucking meet her. And then my mom said like in a joking way, like, oh, I guess I'm your future mother-in-law. And she said her name. And then the girl's like, oh yeah, your mom introduced me six months ago as your her my future mother-in-law i'm just like i just did like a double face palm just like oh my god i'm so embarrassed i'm so embarrassed oh that's embarrassing it's embarrassing it's embarrassing like but you got to give them some context his mom is like the coolest no yeah my mom's not like some old like weirdo but she's the cool like she can make anyone feel either comfortable or she can make people feel very uncomfortable well she's like a she can be a ball buster yeah but she's, but she's a very, very like cool, very. She's very straightforward. She's yeah. not gonna fuck around with you. She's like, she's a, she's a very cool. It's not. So like, it's not that embarrassing. Yeah. it's still embarrassing. It's embarrassing like, that it's my mom, but my mom's cool. She's not like knowing his older. mom. It's, yeah, it's okay. She's like forty five. She's not. She's not, not like an 40, old. She's forty five. She's forty four. Forty three. She just turned forty three. I think she just turned forty four. No, forty three. Whatever, it doesn't matter. She's I said she's like forty five. Yeah. So she's like a. She's younger. She's not like an old woman who's like being awkward she's she's joking around but it was just so embarrassing you have to, especially because i've had a few like several and several jack daniels on the fucking on the rocks <laughs> and then we were just dancing whatever and then it was interesting that that worked out the way it is whatever i just thought that was a so when a, you guys getting married hopefully soon <laughs> um but yeah that that's was, also the next step in like these types of yeah. things is, oh when are you getting married that's the, that's oh, the yeah. question when are you getting married like, yo, shut the fuck up, Last bro. year when uh, Harris's brother got married, I was 21. And everyone, like, everyone there was like, oh, when are you getting married now? When are you getting... I'm like... When are you dying, I'm like, bitch? I'm like, bitch, I'm 21. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, whatever. That's just a funny... Like, that just happens every single time with these, like, you-go relationships or these clubs. That's why 
I just it's just such an awkward, weird situation that like I'm not sure how to fucking navigate most of the time. One way you do is like when you're doing the circle people dancing, it's like it's get to the person it's that called, you wanna... call it. And like you go with like a female cousin. And you go next to the person. But that then you, you touch hands, to. yeah. That actually happened to me the last wedding that I went to with our aunt, uh, Leonella. I'm, I'm using some people's names, but whatever. Because it's not a negative story about her. So I was dancing with her. like It was like a two-person dance. And then they start to circle dance with everyone on the dance floor starts dancing. And it was like awkward the way that she tried to like... She wanted me to dance next to this other girl. But the situation that we were in, I was already on her left side. So like for me to go around her uh... to the right side, it would have been awkward. So then I was on the left side and then it was like... I missed the opportunity to dance next to this girl. And that's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to dance in a circle. And, like, since you're touching hands, it's, like, it's, it's a little intimate. intimate bullshit. It's circle dance. It's showing that you're interested. I didn't remember who the fuck the girl was, but I guess I told Leonella, my aunt, that she's a, I'm attracted to her some way. So she was trying to hook it up. But, like, it just worked out very awkwardly. And I was just so embarrassed after. And she was like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? I was giving you a position so you could dance next to her. I'm like... I don't know. You start. It was the wrong side. You see, they could be like good wingmen. Yeah, they can. Good wing women. Most women. Like my cousin Azra. She's a great wingman. She's like always trying to hook us up. Like this other. But that's good. You have someone yeah. looking out for you. Trying no, to. No, yeah, I up. do. I do. People are always looking after me. Trying to get you pussy, me. my nigga. I remember on my birthday or my sister's birthday, I'm sitting there drunk as fuck, and then I have two people, Ahmad and fucking Azra. They're both showing me girls at the same time in my kitchen. Like, oh. I wanted to introduce you to this girl. I wanted to introduce you to this girl. And it's like, bro, I'm fucking drunk as fuck right now. And you're just trying to... Everyone's always trying to hook me up. And I almost never text the people. They're I don't know. I just feel awkward. But you but, should. You should just do it. Like, like this, I know it's awkward. But, but. It, I mean, I, I, I say so far two times that like I've worked out. It's worked out where like I've actually talked to the girl eventually. But for the most part, I just I just feel awkward. Like, I don't know. It's like... And then yeah. I, I always put it off. It's like, they gave me the number. It's like, all right, I'll text her tomorrow. But then how do you say that you got like the a, number? It's, you know, it's just a weird, weird fucking situation. I, 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 I do make it more awkward than it has to be because I'm just an awkward person yeah. naturally. Like, I try to be cool and shit, but like, I'm not... It doesn't work I, out. No, not way. at all. I'm, I'm like one of the most fucking awkward people <laughs> that I know. I th- like, you think you have this idea in your head of like, you're this like suave motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just total fucking opposite of what it really is. But... To be fair to Amil, last few times I've it's gone out, out with drink, it's worked out pretty well. Like I've, I've had conf- I have had enough confidence that I haven't gotten flat out rejected in a while. So we haven't we haven't like gone out together in a while. But on New Year's Eve, I was complimented several times on my my behavior, my like people complimented me that I was very engaging. I swear to God, people, I was just like. Hmm. When I drink, that's not usually yeah. the outcome. That it's usually you just get yeah. socially awkward. Yeah, but, but everybody was like, you were being really like, you were making everybody feel comfortable. You were like, you know, that's good. I, uh, so we gotta, you know, we gotta go test our theories. Yeah, in the field. together we have to work it out together. Like, I don't know. It's going out is still weird to me. Like, I still don't I still enjoy have, it like that. I, I have been in, like I, I was saying when you were out uh, fixing the audio, the video, and you went out to use the restroom. I was explaining. I'm leaving myself. Like, I ha- I haven't not gone out for a weekend in like seven weeks in a row, and it was right after I said in the pot that one pot I was explaining how awkward it is for me to go out, and ironically I've went out every single weekend since then and had a good time. Yeah, it's I like usually You're family's over person, and the, the, this and that. Yeah, You're growing as a person. Exactly. I'm still awkward a lot of the times, but like I'm working on it, and but then I, you, you got to embrace the awkwardness at a certain point. It's like all right, I'm. 
Let me use this to my advantage. Yeah, I'm I'm awkward, but I'm not to be a dick. I'm I'm relatively good looking. Like I have a great fucking set of hair. A great head of hair, not set of hair. A great great head of hair, and I'm pretty good looking. I'm very well dressed. So like, it, it there's like a little bit of a a, a given take situation. So like, yeah. you just gotta work with what you have. And just acknowledge the awkwardness at a certain point. But then there's some people that can go out and be, like, the life of the party. Yeah. And, like, they're just the fucking, like, everybody, you know, interesting. And they no fear in the situation. No, you know. That'll happen to me if I'm really drunk only. Like, yeah, when I can, you like, know, that's when I'm, like, really, I just start being mad cool with everyone. But, like, most of the time I get tipsy. I get, like, friendly with the people that I know. And I'll exactly. go up to a girl or two max. I'm not going to go talk to more than two girls. But, like... I'll talk to a girl and like if it works out, it works out. If not, whatever. I'll say something a little bit embarrassed because I'm drunk, but like it's kind of cute. I'm ba- I'm dr- a little drunk. Say something a little. But there's like, people that don't need alcohol yeah, to do that. Like those I'm, people are lucky, man. But I'm not that person. Yeah, definitely. Neither of us are. We're more reserved. More. Yeah. I mean, it'll happen once in a while. Like sometimes, there like needs if to I'm be that sober. Catalyst. Sometimes if I'm sober and like I'm the least awkward person in the place, I, I'll, I'll force myself to be the Same thing the with me. Like, Most of the time, it's yeah, not the situation. Because I can be the person who can make people feel comfortable. Yeah. I, I, if people are more awkward than I am, mm-hmm. I can be the person that like yeah, joins exactly, it together. Exactly. Like, I felt like... I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to bring that subject up. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> shouldn't, have, shouldn't have... uh shouldn't have I was going to say it, and then I was like, probably not say that. But whatever. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, we're about an hour and ten minutes in, and this went very well. Yeah. So, we're going to have to pull the plug. Yeah, I have, I'm um, happy with the I have uh, the some outcome. some appointments that I have to make. I got dinner man, for my Harrison mom's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Um, thanks for hopefully staying with us, even though we didn't put anything out for three weeks. Yeah. We're just a little busy. We had some shit to take care of. We think, I, I think this podcast is like one of our better ones. Like it went out, it went really smoothly. Yeah. Like topics were pretty good. Like there wasn't a lot of awkward moments except with the fucking shitty video. Yeah. But other than that, like it's, it went, it went pretty well. I'm, I'm happy with the, the product. And we hope you are as well. Yes. We because that's what guys. really matters. Yes. You guys, you guys are dear in our hearts. And guys, please don't forget to share us. So tell your friends just to listen to us, whatever. Try it Give out. Give us a recommendation. Yeah, it won't be. It's not It's not too hard. It'll take a couple seconds out of your life. Just exactly. Just send a link serious on Twitter, podcast. Facebook. Yeah, Serious Things. Serious Things Podcast. Yeah. Just, serious Things Podcast. Exactly. Serious but Things. Yeah. Follow us the Serious Things. That's it. Follow the show on Twitter. It's at a series of things. Yeah, a series of things. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Harris underscore Gasevic. G-A-C-E-V-I-C, guys. Correct. Just you can follow my boy over here on Twitter, Instagram, at U-H-H-M-E-A-L. That's at Amil. Yeah, Amil. It's phonetic. And you can find him on Instagram. You find him on Facebook as well, Amil Deljanin. Yeah, I don't have it's that personal. Stuff. Usually, a problem not gonna. I mean, you can whatever, but yeah, probably won't. But yeah, thanks. So um, we appreciate it, and we shall see you next week. And honestly, we love you guys. Yep. Peace, Peace out, out, fuckers. <laughs>